I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. We're going to be talking about the Bragg, Alvin Bragg's vacation, taking a whole month off as they are realizing they don't have a case against Trump. So <laughs> that's going to be real interesting as we look at that. And then we're going to also get into uh, quite a bit of updated news about this whole shooting and uh, what people are saying about it and how sad some of the things are and how people are revealing themselves. What I love about this movement is every week we have huge events that just uh, are, are, are making it obvious who the enemy is, making it obvious this is good versus evil, and waking up more people. That's exactly what we're trying to to uh, get get to, is, is making sure everybody understands that. So let me know how the sound is there on Rumble and Facebook and, uh, and Zoom. I know we're having a little bit of trouble on Zoom every once in a while, so we're going to fix those as we go. But hey, we are... Going to dive right into this right now. So let me know if Facebook, if we're, if we're live. I know we're live on uh, Rumble. I can see that. Just uh, need, a, need a chat from somebody on uh, on Facebook to make sure that we are live there. All right. No, normally I'd have multiple people saying, hey, how are you doing? This is me from this this area. So let me know if there's a tr the trouble with Facebook because it did have a trouble connecting earlier. So I might have to post it up there later. All right. But here we go. Let's dig into all this fun stuff. Um, this is interesting. Where did, uh, there it is. All right, another Trump indictment on the ropes. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg taking a month off. <laughs> so, oh dear reader, how many times now, how many times have you seen fake news accounts or DNC paid shills on social media proclaiming that the walls are closing in on Trump? How many times has Trump been right on the verge of going to jail for this or that imagined offense? Now, I don't, want to make a prediction, but it looks like yet another media-hyped crisis could be on the ropes. Political reports that the grand jury in Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg case against Trump is taking a break for a month. I'm not a lawyer, but doesn't that sound a little strange given all the prog the, progressination, the, the prognostications about Trump finally going to jail? Here's uh, Simon saying, the grand jury is now taking a break for one month. We'll return at the end of April. 
as I said earlier, it said that Trump may not be indicted. And the reason they're having to backtrack is because of some pretty obvious things that happened, right? <laughs> this is a pretty funny article. I don't have time to go over it all, but I wanted to show you here is Charlie Kirk saying, Breaking Bragg's Manhattan Trump grand jury is set to take a break for a month. Bragg blinks. So uh, obviously, whoops. As political insider NBC Rusty Weiss noted last week, it appears to anyone with a working brain that the case against Trump hit two significant snags last week. For starters, a letter surfaced showing that Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, complained that Trump specifically did not pay him. Kind of hard to pay hush money without, well, paying it. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, kind of makes sense. And here's that letter. There's an actual letter from him that literally showing about the 130000 not and that uh, he didn't want his wife to know about it and he didn't want Trump to know about it and Trump never paid him the 130000 uh, right there in black and white, neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction with Ms. Clifford, Stormy Daniels, and neither reimbursed Mr. Cohen for the payment directly or indirectly. Seems plain as day, doesn't it? But that's not all. Stormy Daniels also released an official statement in 2018 expressly stating that the so-called affair itself never happened. Forget about the payments. Look for yourself. And here, Stormy Daniels explicitly denied having an affair with President Trump in her own written statement and signature. But I, and this is where I just love the Lord. He just, he like releases these things at the perfect timing, right? It's like, wow, <laughs> right? Right when, uh, you, you know, all the hype comes up and the, and the fake news media just props up about Trump being arrested. And then all of a sudden these two pieces of information come out at the perfect time, right? And uh, this one says, but I've never seen... Any of, so, 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 so Stormy Daniels explicitly denied having an affair with President Trump in her own written statement and signature. But I've never seen any of the other woman who accused Bill Clinton of rape, nor Tara Reid, who accused Joe Biden of sexual assault, write any statements like this. Not. And so she literally said here, this is one worth, worth looking at. To my concern, over the past few weeks, and this is back in January of 2018, she wrote this. I have been asked countless times to comment on the reports of an alleged sexual relationship I had with Donald Trump many, many, many years ago. The fact of the matter is that each party to the alleged affair denied its existence in 2006, 2011, 2016, 2017, and now again in 2018. I am not denying this affair because I was paid hush money as has been reported in overseas owned tabloids. I'm denying this affair because it never happened. I will have no further comment on this matter. Please feel free to check me out on Instagram, the Stormy Daniels, and there's her signature. So that is, you can't get more damaging that you didn't pay the hush money. And number two, the affair didn't even happen. So uh, those 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 are going to be real difficult for him to uh, for for them to, to to obviously get over. So <laughs> so obviously those points just really make it uh, very clear that uh, this whole witch hunt is in trouble. And, uh, but they'll try to resurrect it in a month, I'm sure. They're, gonna, they're looking for everything they can. This is not justice, fair justice, which is supposed to, hey, once you have a crime, go find out who did it. This is taking a person and trying to find a crime. And that is exactly what third world countries do, and that's what they're doing to Trump. That's what the witch hunt's all about. Jim Jordan says he's building the case to target Fauci with criminal referrals. So one good uh, you know, over-under would be who's going to be indicted first, Fauci or Trump? Fauci or Trump, right? Um, I, my, my bet's Fauci. 
right? We'll see. We'll see uh, how this happens. But this is this is becoming extremely obvious how this medical cartel is finally being exposed. Um, it is just absolutely criminal to see what they've done to the justice uh, system. I'm, into, I'm, into, I'm use, using the medical cartel of, of, the, of the governmental organizations, such as the FTC, the WHO, they, so whether they're worldwide organizations or they're, they're in the United States. And then you take the insurance companies and how the, the patent offices and how the universities actually, and they allow the patent offices, allow them to keep the patents and, and all this all goes back into these leaders of the globalist cabal. It's the medical cartel. And they train the doctors only in big pharma medicine. And so they're not even trained on parasites, the basics of, of things that like the need for MMS or hydrogenation of your, of your blood to get rid of parasites. That, that, that's, that's what most of these are. And so that's why natural doctors, as we had last night, if you missed it, go back and watch Dr. Artist talk about that. It's really interesting. But this, uh, but this is, this is, this is uh, just another example where um, House Republicans led, where, where Fauci's in trouble, where the medical cart, this is not just Fauci, this is the whole medical cartel of big pharma, all the way to the government organizations, to the insurance companies, to the patent office, all the way back to the universities, then back into uh, the, the creation of all the drugs. But most importantly, the 1930s, they, they, they eliminated all the health, all the, all the holistic schools by calling them quacks and and using the Flexner report in a dishonest way so that the Rockefellers could sell their petroleum-based medicine. The Rockefellers destroyed the medical system in the United States and throughout most of the world. And so now a medical doctor is basically a big farmer drug pusher. And I'm sorry to say that because I know some of these are very good doctors that want to do good. Okay, But, 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 but when, I, when I get care, that's, a, that's the last place I'm going to go get big pharma medicine. Uh, that's, that's a last resort, right? Some there's sometimes those type of medicines might be might be needed, but I, I want natural care. I want actually to figure out what God's given us, and uh, and that and that is uh, something big. And that and and we and you just see how all this stuff is happening. Here's a McCorla article about journal stop COVID shots for these women now, basically saying after analyzing reports of the vaccine adverse reporting system, the VAR system, of events most relevant to fertility and reproductive psychology, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons is urging to halt COVID shots being given to all women of reproductive age. That's a big statement there, right there. And so, and they should, these, these are obviously bioweapons of the, of, of the deep state to make us sick and, and reduce the population. And it's becoming extremely obvious. And again, this is part of this medical cartel. So if you go to the hospital, you're going to get big pharma medicine and you're going to, and, and, and if you have some type of problem, you want to go get treated. If you go to a, do, a normal medical doctor, you're going to be pushed in to those big pharma medicines. And that, that's why I got rid of my, my insurance and, and I went to share health healthcare. So I'd, I'd ask you to consider that. Think about, do you want cabal insurance that won't pay for natural doctors and they'll only pay for big pharma medicine? If, if that's the care you want, stay with your insurance company. If you want to have the option to do either or, and you make your decisions based upon um, um, a, a healthcare sharing network, and um, that's why I'm doing Share Healthcare, and I'm excited Hi, about it. We are Share Healthcare. We bring folks together from all across America to voluntarily share medical expenses. When you have a medical expense, Share Healthcare advocates on your behalf 
to negotiate with providers and reprice your bills, saving you money. Then, once you've secured a lowered price, funds from your fellow members are transferred into your individualized bank account, registered with LimeBank of Bolivar, Missouri, to share the burden of eligible medical expenses. Other ministries gather all the monthly funds together and then distribute to members in need. What makes Share Healthcare so unique is that funds are shared only between members' LimeBank accounts and are never pooled into a central pool or account, making us a totally compliant healthcare sharing ministry. During your enrollment process, you'll be shown how to create your own LimeBank account, specifically for your Share Healthcare membership. Having your own LimeBank account allows you to receive self-pay patient discounts and see how your contributions are being used to help your fellow members, all while maintaining your medical and banking privacy, of course. When your membership begins, you'll have a personalized online portal. From this portal, you can pay your monthly share amount, view the status of medical bills, send well wishes or even flowers to fellow members, and so much more. And if that isn't enough to feel good about, we also donate a portion of each member's monthly share to provide medical care to orphaned and abandoned children in Africa. Share Healthcare, the most unique and first fully compliant online healthcare ministry in America. Visit our website at sharehealthcare.com to learn more and join today. And they serve internationally as well. But uh, go look at that, sharehealthcare.com. You'll see the link down below. If you put slash Rick B2T at the end of it, it'll be the one that's specific to me. I should have done that. And uh, that'll be in the show notes as well as in the link down below. Uh, check that out next time you are, are looking to compare insurance companies and compare prices and see what's best for you. Governor Hobbs, press secretary, resigns after controversial tweet following Nashville mass shooting. Um, this is interesting. So she actually took this Jocelyn Berry. She took a picture of this woman with two holding two guns. Those of you on the podcast, and it uh, says us when we see transphobes. So they so anybody that's against transgenders, we're transphobes supposedly, and it's okay to shoot us, right? posting that right after the Nashville mass shooting of a transgender killing Christians, right? Not a good, smart thing to do. So uh, Governor Katie Hobbs, press secretary, Jocelyn Berry, has resigned hours after posting a controversial tweet that appeared to encourage gun violence just hours after a mass shooting at an elementary school in Tennessee. The governor's office confirmed first to the Arizona family that Berry resigned overnight after growing pressure from those within her circle and other lawmakers. Minutes later, Hobbs made a public statement that reads as follows. The governor does not condone violence in any form. The administration holds mutual respect at the forefront of how we engage with one another. The post by the press secretary is not reflective of the values of the administration. The governor has received and accepted a resignation of the press secretary. So Hobbs is going to be, and in my opinion, will, will not serve her term out as all the voter fraud is, is figured out when uh, um, obviously we, we see all the, the cases that are going forth um, with Carrie Lake. Um, but this, but I just want to show this, I want to emphasize that these people that they hire are so woke, right? Are so um, just brainwashed in the leftist um, uh, progressive movement that, that that's, that's who's governing us with the selections versus elections. This is why we have to get rid of these voting machines completely. We have to get rid of Dominion, get rid of Smartmatic, get rid of, get rid of Sequoia, and all the derivatives of the software that's literally selecting in 54 countries around the world. 
um, people versus electing them. And uh, that's, and that's going to be uh, a huge reveal, I believe, over the next few months um, as this starts unraveling like mad. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Katie Hobbs signature verification, but even then, the, the, this is going to have to go to the Supreme Court, in my opinion, because they, they rejected six, seven of the eight, I think it was, uh, um, uh, the obvious voter fraud, right? So, so those need to be moved up to the Supreme Court. So this just signature verification, they put a very high, um, I, guess, I guess, burden of proof for, for that so that they could reject it, right? So this is the cabal in action controlling the courts. Um, so, but, but at some point, there's going to be some brave, brave judges. I, I don't know if it's going to be the Supreme Court uh, of, uh, of Arizona. I doubt it because Arizona is so controlled, right? And so we'll, we'll see how this goes. But this is good news as we just, again, exposing more of the, of, the, of the people that they're putting in power, right? And what they're really about. They're not about doing a good job for us and representing us. They're about they're they're, they're about their, their political narratives. Um, again, this this is just, this is the actual tweet that you can actually see a, a picture of this and people talking about it. Less than twelve hours that happened. So you'll have both of those in the show notes. Again, the show notes are completely free. Just go to blessedteach.com. Blessed is the number two teach.com. That's also where you can be backstage. There's several. There's a bunch of people backstage right now watching the show on Zoom, and you will be able to participate in so many other events that we have on Zoom as well as using the searchy tool as well as being able to do Q&A with uh, our great guests like Brian Artis. Um, if you missed that, go see that. There's some great Q&A questions at the end from the backstagers. Here's um, <clears throat> Julie's latest prophetic word that she had. Uh, well, let me show you first uh, who's going to be coming on the show here. Well, we're going to have Brian Artis back on um, after I get back from my vacation next week. Uh, but I, again, there'll be a B- B2T show. I got Awesome interviews, Curtis Grimes interviews, and Dr. Cherry Tenpenny, and um, just awesome interviews that'll be being playing next week during this time. So we'll have live shows that'll be playing those interviews. Uh, Dr. Mary Crowley will be, or, or live streaming, I should say, right? Um, we'll be on on the 12th. We've got Dr. Timothy Dixon, uh, Prophet Timothy Dixon coming on as well as 107 and Clay Clark. So don't miss those shows upcoming in April. Um, here, look at this. So in, in, in Rumble, I'm going to go to Julie's channel right quick, Julie Green. You will see her latest interview, uh, I mean her latest prophetic word that she released. It's time for justice in the land of my eagle. And again, I just love how it gets our mindset away from uh, the shootings and the gut, trying to take the guns away and all, because this is, this is what they tried to do to distract us, right? Uh, to, to pull the narrative in the direction that Satan wants to go pulling the narrative that the globalists want to go versus the prophets put us in the mindset and focus that we want, that God wants us to have. So let's dig in to this word that was released this morning. My children, this is not the time to quit. This is not the time to give in to defeat. This is the time that you should have great expectancy of what I'm about to do upon this earth for you. Yes, I said, for you. You are my children. And the world's about to know that for a fact. This is exciting, guys. This is. The reason the world's going to know this for a fact is because the glory's going to come upon us like never before. That's to his remnant. That's the people that understand the spiritual gifts and are worshiping him and are in his word right now. 
and are saying, God, use me. And then you are going to be one of those people, if you are doing that, where the world's going to know for a fact who his children really are. A lot of that, I believe, is going to be done right here backstage in the backstage ministry. I call, I call it the remnants, nine squared ministry, the nine fruits of the Spirit, the nine gifted spirits all working together. It's an amazing place to be. Join us for free now backstage at blessedteach.com slash backstage. Links down below in the video as well. I am the most high God, and not only do I defend you, but I also avenge you, protect you. And what I have said before, I am the way, and I am in the way, and your enemies will never get what they want. Get excited for what is on the horizon that I'm about to do for you. I'm your deliverer, and I'm about to move in a great and mighty ways on your behalf, saith the Lord your Redeemer. Beautiful. And that, you know, when I, so he's not only is he going to let us know for a fact with the glory coming upon us, he's, uh, he's going to defend us, avenge us, protect us. How beautiful is that as he moves the enemy out of the way? Your enemies have caused much damage and it will cost them everything they stole. They destroyed and deceived people out of that was rightfully theirs. My children... You, you'll receive a sevenfold harvest on all the damage, the stealing, and the manipulating your enemies have caused you. So get ready for a shift of political power, a shift of educational power, a shift of power in my church from man back to me. So my glory will fill my churches once again. I have told you a great revelation has begun and a great revolution will be experienced in mighty ways. So hold on. Things are about to get interesting. I will move your enemies out of the way. They'll be taken out of their positions that do not belong to them. This is why, uh, that is gonna, that's why I know the voter fraud stuff I've been talking forever, the great election sting, right? That I was hoping was going to ha happen in a couple of weeks way back in 2020, right? <laughs> it's obviously, God had a much better plan because he said, no, I'm going to expose all these people like mad with a Joe Biden administration. And I'm going to even let the 2022 election be stolen so that we can even catch them even more red-handed. And I am going to wake up more people every single week just with revelation after revelation after revelation, right? And then all the voter fraud is going to come out. And, every, and by this time, Trump's going to be more and more popular than ever. Everybody's going to go... And they're going to see Joe just be a babbling idiot, even worse than he is now, right? And, and it's going to be obvious. People are going to go, give me Trump, right? And it's going to be like um, S.G. Non talked about is when the 22-year-old with a nose ring starts loving Trump. That's when you know this operation has been successful. It's going to be a while for these progressives to come along, but many of them are. Keep standing, my children. Things are shaking and they will continue to shake until all things are made right, until my children are vindicated and avenged. And what has been taken from you will also be restored. It's not too good to be true. I am good. And you'll see my goodness poured out like never before. This is a time for my glory. So press into it and believe it and declare it. And receive it this day, saith the Lord. Really clear what we're supposed to be doing, guys. It's, we're supposed to be pressing in, believing, declaring it. This is why we talk about declaring it, using the authority of Christ in your words. 
Again, your words are as life and death. Proverbs 18, 20, 21. Your words are as life and death. Vital to understand that. And especially when you have the Holy Spirit inside you and you have the authority in Christ and you understand that and you let Him use you, you pray with power. Because He gave you a spirit that's not timid, right? <laughs> right out of 2 Timothy 1.7. Right? He gave you a spirit that is what? Power, love, and self-discipline. Some, some, some say sound mind. That's, a, that's what he's given us. A railroad company is about to be exposed. A scandal will be revealed. And what they have been hauling across this country will be exposed in more ways than one. Get ready because some things are becoming very explosive in this time. So I think we're going to see more explosions and more railroad issues. And now, now it's really going to come out of what they've really been doing. It's interesting. I'll be in Mount Rushmore, by the way, on June 2nd. Would love for, uh, or we'll, June 4th, June 2nd through June 4th. If you go to Mary Crowley Ministries, M-E-R-I, Crowley Ministries, um, invite you to come. This is What a historic event I believe this is going to be, especially because Julie just mentioned it. It's the open the heavens, let God arise. So 107 is going to be there. S.G. is going to be there. You can see I'm going to be there as well with all these other speakers. You got Manuel Johnson, Dr. Stella Manuel, just a beautiful group of people. And we are all going to be there. Um, I'll be speaking on the 3rd, which is a Saturday. There's a free event on Friday. And then there you can get tickets, VIP tickets that are very, just theaters, beautiful. You will love this. It's right on the Mount, the, the Monument Fine Arts Theater, beautiful theater, on 444 Mount Rushmore Road. And uh, we're just 30 minutes away from Mount Rushmore, so on the 4th, we're all going to go down to Mount Rush Rushmore. And so I, I invite you to come and, and uh, to this event. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's Friday night, all day Saturday, and then we're all going to go Sunday down to uh, Mount Rushmore. Again, uh, you can see that it's $77 for a weekend pass um, and uh, $177 for VIP. Uh, VIP is going to be really nice because you'll be nice and close in this beautiful, beautiful theater. Um, Fine Arts Theater. Uh, Robbie Cummins and the Beyond the Veil Band is going to be there as well. Uh, so this will be a beautiful event. But look at the, the point of this is open the heavens. Let God arise. Right? And so I'm going to go back to uh, this prophetic word from Julie. She says, Mount Rushmore will be in the news for a significant reason. So that is interesting. I'm not sure that, that what that is. But it's just interesting that we'll be there June 2nd through the 4th. So come see us in Mount Rushmore. June 2nd to the 4th. Again, uh, just one more time, that is going to be at the um, Mount Rushmore Road in Rapid City, South Dakota. Okay? Rapid City, South Dakota on the Monument Fine Arts Theater, June 2nd for 3rd. Grab your tickets at marycrowley.com. That's M-E-R-I, crowley.com. That'll be in the show notes as well. Pretty wild. Major exposure will continue to take place regarding the Hollywood elites and who they are connected to and what some of them have done against this country and against many innocent children. Their crimes will not go unpunished, saith the Lord of hosts. This is why we have PCR every Tuesday and Thursday. God's asked us to pray specifically for the rescue of these children. But this is clear. This is God's words saying that the elites have done against the country and against many innocent children. This has got to stop. We've got to pray it, use our words and the power that he's given us through his spirit 
and the authority of, of Christ to speak this, this, this Hollywood elites down and everybody else that's doing anything against our children. Agriculture is about to be in your news. A whistleblower is about to be exposed what has been really going on against you. So you know what they're trying to do. They're trying to poison our food, but they're also trying to make sure we starve. That is their plan. Thank goodness we have a God that loves us that's going to expose this. Um, uh, this is where why Bill Gates was buying all the farmland. Um, this is why they, they have GMOs and all our carbs, right? So anything to do with wheat, dwarf wheat now in the United States, it's horrible for you. Uh, that's why, you know, I, I think you know that I joined Rob's um, Kingdom Light, L-I-T-E. You can find that on our neighborhood, right? There's a group called Kingdom Light. Or, uh, and what, uh, what's, it? and I, you know, I've lost, I've lost nine to 10 pounds to kind of, kind of stabilize right around there by just getting, getting the wheat out of my, basically a lot of the gluten and wheat out of my diet doing the kind of a keto thing. I cheat quite a bit, <laughs> but I still lost a lot of weight because that wheat is so terrible for you. So they used to tell you wheat's good for you, right? Saturated fat's bad for you. That's a lie. Saturated fat is vital and healthy. Avocados are just phenomenal for you as an example, right? Uh, and they, they lied to us for years telling us to get rid of the fat and when that healthy fat is very important. Some well-known people and their offshore accounts will be in the news exposing many money trails they never thought would be exposed. Their plans are all being revealed and nothing will stay in the dark. Isn't that not exciting? You're alive at a time like this where you're gonna see all this happen all this darkness and that's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years and they've culminated and tried to take us out in this point in time and God's just allowing everything to fall and he's in the way of everything they planned and we get to see it all fall. Um, major exposures in the White House are about to be revealed. The big lie is falling apart before your eyes. That big lie guys is the election fraud, right? So. As you know, they tried to say the big lie. The big lie is that uh, is that Trump actually won the election, right? And and that's what the media tries to say. But Trump's done a masterful job talking about the big lie is that it was the most secure election when it was massively, massively fraudulent, right? That's all. Good, that's all going to be coming out. And I cannot wait. And and those of that those that um, don't watch mainstream media and watch the shows like this have seen massive evidence and falls like Mike Lindell. I've gone to his symposiums. Uh, there, there's just so much evidence. It's, it's massively obvious, especially when we look at the cash vote records. Um, but now to pull it together and to actually have whistleblowers come out that are on the other, that 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 are participated in it, and and God moves on their hearts to come out and blow the whistle, that is going to be to me the turning point, where it becomes part of the natural psyche versus cornered in. The, they've successfully cornered it in and pushed it and kicked it down the road by pushing us all as conspiracy theorists. Like Mike Lindell is just slammed every day as a conspiracy theorist, right? And that conspiracy theorist word is a weapon that they use. Um, back from 1967, when they invented the term as a psyop against you. And so anytime you hear the word conspiracy theory, that especially if it's coming from the mainstream media, they're trying to cover something up. That's when you dig in and uh, think for yourself, right? A coroner will be in your news for a significant and shocking reason. No more will this information stay suppressed. The narratives are imploding and your enemies can't have what they want any longer. 
We even get to see the medical cartel go down, an impossible system to take down by man. But God can do it. God can do anything, right? So this whole thing about having only big pharma medicine as your solutions is going to crash hard. All the suppression that the FDA and everybody does of actually natural solutions that work extremely well, all that suppression is going to, is going to implode. And uh, all, the, all, all the fact that we have a bioweapon, which is not really COVID, it's really this, it's the, it's the so-called vaccines, which are really gene therapy death shots. To your, it's a death shot to your immune system. And it's designed to destroy the reproductive system as well. And that is becoming extremely obvious now as more and more reports come out. Watch the Biden. I love how he says, the Biden. Watch the Biden's next gaffes. They can no longer keep him propped up. His days as a supposed leader are coming to an end in a way you would have never expected because man is not removing him. I am, saith the Lord of hosts. Woo. <laughs> the winds of change are here and things are changing faster and faster. Get ready for significant changes and decisions that have to be made now. No longer can you be lukewarm. Choose what side you want to be on. It's time to choose. That's the Lord telling us right there. Quit being lukewarm. You jump into the remnant where you're going to be used by his glory or get out of the way, right? Because it's coming. Your enemies are about to trip over their own words and fall by their own plans. Every one of my children they have gone against and falsely accused. Truth shall be revealed and judgment will be poured out in this time when your enemies are front and center. They will fail at every attempt to take my nation and destroy the credibility of my children. It's time for justice in the land of my eagle, saith the Lord your Redeemer. Woo! That's exciting, isn't it? I mean, I love this because they're, they're trying to destroy the credibility of my children. I decided to show another. It was unfortunately a Christian who has a, has a channel like mine, doing pretty well. And he got caught on this whole thing about Q. And it also does is slam the reawaken tour, slams General Flume, slams Clay Clark, slams the Patriot Street Fighter, slams Mel Kay, slams and Vanderstil, slams all these people as these Q conspiracies, and it talks and it basically tries to come with a narrative that we that 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 was the cause of January 6th insurrection, which wasn't even an insurrection. So basically, all the globalist narratives, and he's pushing it out on his channel, right? It's like, what are you doing? Um, and, and, and so what, 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 what the, and that's what the cabal's doing in all its forms, including with, you know, they've got the prophets of Baal and the mainstream media, but they also have infiltrators all over, um, for producing videos and create in, in independent media, right? That's why you have to think for yourself so much. And they try to destroy the credibility of my children, right? And, and, and I can vouch for Clay Clark and his change and his heart and his love of Christ, right? And I can vouch for Ann Vandersill. And I can vouch for all these people that they're trying to slam and, uh, and, and destroy the credibility of his children. Everybody, when I do these interviews at, at the Reawaken Tour, Gus will tell you this too, it's just amazing. Almost to every person, they are, they're just not, they're just not uh, believers in Christ. They are on fire remnant believers that are all there. So God's using the reawakened tour, the reawakened movement and all that to, to bring his army to wake up people 
and they're active. To say that Q put people to sleep, that's a ridiculous. It was just the opposite. They're the ones that they woke up. We started thinking for ourselves. God put the fire in us. It's like, a, and, and we put on our armor of God, which he posted like seven or eight times, right? And we are on fire and we're fighting this battle. We're on the front lines fighting this battle. And yet you have all these videos trying to say that we caused the insurrection on January 6th. Give me a break, which was a completely false flag. And that is a beautiful thing coming out. The, tr the truth is being revealed. The truth will set you free and it's exciting to see it all happen. I also wanted to show you guys, if you want a prayer request, go to our written prayer requests. I have a link down right below in this video. It's a part of the Christian Patriot platform, which is called the neighborhood.social. Just go to neighborhood.social and in the groups, you will find a B2T ministry prayer wall. And people put their prayers in here or they're praying like Linda is here. And then we, we pray like mad for people. Um, Vicky's putting something here about uh, a, a person that really needed prayer and boom you can see all these people view seven more comments plus all this other stuff right so there's tons of prayers going on and the updates uh, for all these prayers so if you have written prayer requests make sure you go to the neighborhood and go to the written prayer request group um, be true mystery prayer wall written prayer requests you'll see it there really clearly so when you actually go into the neighborhood and uh, you and you'll see your just normal feed so this is just like the Facebook replacement, the Patriot, the Christian Patriot platform, the Facebook replacement, right? So if you're so if you're uh, looking to get connected with other Christian Patriots, this is the place to go, neighborhood.social. And then you'll basically see the groups, just like Facebook groups. We've got neighborhood groups. So you go to groups, and then you'll see right here, written, written requests right here. Or you can just scroll down, and you'll find it as well. Right, so there's a lot of awesome people. There's also our Zoom support groups that meet weekly. So did you want to get engaged? This is the place to do it. Become a Backstage Ministry member. That's free now, as well as this free Facebook replacement platform. All right, oil. China Central's first LNG trade in Yon. So this is the, this, the death nail of the petrol dollar. Right, so... Those of you who uh, have not acted yet on trying to make sure you're protecting your assets with some precious metals because dollars, a bunch of cash in the bank, it's not a smart thing to have right now, obviously, with all the bank failures. And now you're seeing um, the dollar is going to get hit hard as the petrodollar as, as they start settling things in different currencies um, as the BRICS nation comes uh, against this. And it's going to be a real bloodbath, I believe. And so that's why I continue to ask you guys, please get your free, your free consultation. You go to kirkelliotphd.com slash B2T. It's the, the link's down below, kirkelliotphd.com. And that's double L double T slash B2T for these on the podcast. Um, but you can find it, the link's down in the podcast, the link's down in here. And you can fill out a little form here. And you can see a little bit about my story as well. But best to probably just call him and let him know that Rick B2T sent you so you can get prioritized and, and have a free consultation as soon as possible. Even if you don't have a lot of money, guys, if, if, if you're trying to move things around, I, I did three separate transactions at three different times as I thought through everything, right? 720-605-3900, get free advice on how people are using precious metals to, to, to basically, I believe it's participation in the great wealth transfer. Um, and even if it isn't, you should be protecting yourself with just diversification and um, making sure you have some precious metals. Here's um, NHL may cancel LBGD Pride Nights as growing number of players refuse to wear rainbow gear. 
This and these last next three or four articles are all fulfilled prophecies. So I got them on the Telegram channel, um, called Fulfilled Prophecy. So if you don't have a Telegram channel, it's worth getting that just to follow that channel. Number one, it keeps you great updates on news, but all the news is related, almost all of it is related to a prophetic word in the past from Julie Green. And uh, it just gives you a ton of um, proof, if you will, of the, of the accuracy of her, her uh, prophetic words. And so, um, and I'm not gonna, I don't have time to go review how all this did, but this is, this is one of the thing about the NHL being in the, in, in the news and for, and it, 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 they subscribe, and she has a specific um, intel on all this. And so these are all things I also replicate on my Telegram channel, it's called Blessed to Teach Ministry. Blessed is the number two teach ministry, so follow the, the Telegram channel, my Telegram channel as well. I only re-forward the ones that I thought really hit the mark for the prophetic word. Sometimes they put stuff in there that, that that's kind of touches it, but I want ones that, boom, this really is shows it's un, unfolding or hit it, hit the mark, right? Um, but obviously, there's big pushback. This is pretty interesting. This is the first time we've ever experienced that, and I think it's something that we're going to have to evaluate in the off season. So all these players refuse to wear the rainbow gear. <laughs> that's, a, that's awesome. That's what we need to do. We have to push back on all these agendas. Uh, that's the only way to get, we're going we're gonna to escape all this stuff. Breaking, O'Keefe Media Group. OMG, it's kind of interesting how he summarizes OMG. Uh, the O'Keefe Media Group uncovers potential massive money laundering into political campaigns. And you can watch the video um, there, but it's 10 minutes long. I don't have time to do that. Uh, but uh, uh, you'll see it in the show notes, and it uh, really shows um, that there was 3,000, 4,000 donations coming from one address. And he went to, the, to those addresses, and the people were saying, well, I made three donations of about 20 bucks. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, no, it says $280,000 and 3,000 plus donations, right? So it's very clear there's massive money laundering going on in the Act Blue, right? So uh, that's that's coming out. And that was also a, a partially fulfilled unfolding prophecy from Julie Green. Here was another one as well in the Gateway Pundit, developing Pope Francis hospitalized. Talk, talked about Pope Francis being in the news, and obviously he is as he's hospitalized at 86 years old. Um, I, I think there's going to be a major revelation about how evil he is. It, it, I think the prophetic word talked about it's the beginning of his, his end. He's going to be uh, exposed. So that will be really interesting as we go. Here's a reporter, Biden. Josh Halley thinks Christians were targeted. Biden says, I probably don't know then. I probably don't then, basically saying, hey, if Josh Halley said something, I disagree with it. It's kind of what he's saying there. But you'll see on this, uh, this, uh, oops, it flipped over. Let me go back to there. This is uh, where he actually kind of laughs about Christians being targeted. Like it's going to make me refresh it, see if this works this time. Here's the actual video. Do you believe that Christians were targeted in the natural scene? Do you believe that Christians were targeted? I, I have no idea. Josh Holy believes they were. What are you saying to that? Well, I probably don't then. So he basically tells a joke and laughs right there. Did you see that? So that's just, uh, he's, he's just uh, really, really, uh, the gaffes are, are, are pretty significant now. And um, not 
Not many people appreciated that, obviously. Biden pointy refused to enforce the law in Washington, D.C. So we're seeing a lot of this, where this is part of the whole idea of the Saul Alinsky tactics to destroy a country with the color revolution. They're trying to do that right now in Israel with Bibi, with Noah Harari, Yuval Noah Harari, leading uh, one of the leaders of the demonstrations there, trying to basically overthrow and get, and get um, Bibi out, right, uh, Netanyahu. And... Uh, but one of the color revolution tactics that Soros does is all these, all all these attorney generals, all these people that have anything to do with law enforcement come in and they weaken it, so the criminals are running the streets. And then this is just another hopeful article that's kind of long, um, but I just want to point this to you about the fact that we we're seeing them not enforce the law, right? And that's a that's on purpose. It's got to be understand that this isn't people making dumb decisions. This is a purposeful destruction of America. Soros invests $1 million backing leftist Wisconsin Supreme Court candidate. So this is another one of those things they don't, they, they want to control the courts as well. So this, this money is being used um, in all kinds of nefarious ways. D DNA from half-eaten burrito ties ex-Wisconsin doctoral student to a pro-life center firebombing attack. So this guy with this massively unpronounceable name is uh, a guy who did this, charged in an attack on Wisconsin Family Action and was arrested in Boston while trying to flee the country. So just like Antifa, just like uh, Black Lives Matter, the leftist progressive movement are really the ones that are, are doing all the violence. And the whole January 6th things with almost 2 million people there, there wasn't anybody, nobody had a gun. <laughs> nobody had a weapon, right? It's ridiculous to, 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 to see the difference uh, in how they're portraying that. Um, People are let in, open, open the doors. They walk through their little lines in general. You know, I'm talking about the non-Antifa people that were breaking the windows. But the, but, and then they, they basically get um, put in jail for four years for walking around and being, as you saw, uh, being on, on Tucker Carlson, being actually um, the, the, the QAnon shaman was actually escorted around the building, right? Open doors for him. He said a prayer for the Capitol Police that were, he, he thought they were his allies. Um, little did he know he was in, in the midst and being one, uh, of, of the, of the uh, actual false flag. And so here's this DNA found on a half-eaten burrito helped expose a former Wisconsin University research assistant now accused of firebombing a pro-life center last Mother's Day. And uh, so down here, you'll see he, he, he here's, a, here's a, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. This is how sick these people are. If you're not, not allowing us to kill babies, we're, we're going to kill you. And uh, so this guy um, ends up right here, a doctoral, he's received a PhD from biochemistry from UW-Madison in May 22. He is no longer affiliated with the university, but uh, bottom line is he was, looks like he's the bomber of a pro-life institute. So just pretty crazy. Woke BLM supporting Portland pizza chain closes most location amid soaring crime. So this is what, go woke, go broke is happening all over the place. This has happened to this pizza place that actually did all kinds of activist type things. Um, they, they, they were supporting the Southern Poverty Law Center, BLM, the American Civil Liberties Union, and the Oregon Justice Reform Center, a Portland-based legal group that represents Antifa. So that's how crazy this pizza parlor was. And when you go, you go woke, you go broke. 
that's exactly what's happening right now. All right, hey guys, I'm gonna spend some time now, quite a bit of time, actually digging in. Um, I'm gonna play some background music and just dig into, hey, what's the difference between Easter and Passover? And uh, what's the Bible say about it? And talk a little bit about the, maybe the history of Easter and history of Passover. And what should we be about celebrating? And this, I just found this great article, and so you'll you'll have it in the show notes as well. Can, they're all the show notes are completely free, and you can find that on. Um, and I said I want to check the time. See here, see it looks like I'm going a little bit over probably because I want to go get over this and really really address this Easter versus Passover and understand because Passover the Lord never told us to stop stop uh, adhering to it, to start to celebrating it, right? Passover is huge. If you think about the amount of time Julie Green spends on Exodus as an example. She calls herself an Exodus preacher sometimes, right? Because we're going to go through the great Exodus or what Timothy Dixon calls the second Exodus, right? And so understanding the Exodus is very important. And a key part of the Exodus was the 10th plague, right? Which was the plague of the firstborn where the they put the all the Israelis in Goshen um, had the Passover meal and they took the blood of the lamb and put it over the doorpost, right? All around as a symbol of, hey, I trust in the Lord God Almighty to protect me. And he did. The angel of death, the firstborns died all over Egypt, but not, but not in, in Goshen, where the Israelis were and everybody that had the blood of the lamb protected them. And that's exactly what happens to us when we go to eternal life because we have the blood of the lamb that's protecting us. So that Passover meal is critical. And we literally, in America, and in many of the Western churches, celebrate bunnies and Easter and eggs and ignore the Passover completely. So we're gonna be celebrating this with Amanda Grace and Chris. I think it's gonna be on Thursday night next week. I'll be on vacation, but I'll be joining people backstage. So come and join us, free. it's free backstage. Just get yourself a backstage account, then you can join us. We'll all be eating our dinners together on, on uh, Zoom while, while Amanda's doing her broadcast on YouTube and, and uh, Rumble, right? So that's kind of the plan right now. Last time she did really early, so I, I actually used the recording one way or the other. Come backstage and uh, on Thursday night next week, because that is we'll be eating the Seder dinner and the Passover meal, right? But let's talk a little bit about this. So the truth about Easter and Passover. What do colored Easter eggs, rabbits, and sunrise service have to do with Jesus Christ? And so this is a, this is an article that you will have access to in the show notes. While millions assume these customs are Christian, nowhere in the Bible are they found being practiced by church Jesus founded, by the church Jesus founded. If Easter and its traditions don't come from the Holy Scripture, where did they originate? Well, they in fact emerged from an ancient paganism. English word Easter is derived from the Old English term Osher or Ostera, the name of the goddess of the spring. It's important to know that. Right, all, all this stuff is important to know. The dawn of fertility. Over a thousand years before the birth of Jesus Christ, pagan people revealed in festivals to this and other pagan gods and goddesses that included sex rituals and even orgies. These festivities occurred around the time of spring equinox when the sun rays brought warmth and life to the earth following the cold and dark of winter. Eastern and its customs have a pagan roots. In pagan cultures, eggs often symbolize fertility and reproduction. For example, the ancient 
Druids in Britain and Gaul, modern-day France, were said to dye eggs and bury them in newly plowed fields in the late winter to encourage fertility and prosperity. As the Easter Bunny, in ancient times, rabbits, as a rapidly breeding mammal, were valued as a sign of producing offspring. In addition, the Easter sunrise services has roots in the pagan rituals of prostating before rising in the sun. In fact, this is talked about in Ezekiel 8.16, and it says, And he brought me into the inner court of the Lord's house, and behold, at the door of the temple of the Lord, between the porch and the altar, were about five and twenty men, and their backs toward the temple of the Lord, and their faces toward the east, and they worshiped the sun toward the east. So, obviously, this is a pagan practice that the Bible is talking about here. How did Easter and its customs become infused into traditional Christianity? It was due to the rise of misguided, compromising teachers who appropriated heathen spring rituals and deceptively applied them to Christ's resurrection. Obviously, we uh, studied quite a bit about the resurrection here, and here's some of this. And, and Jesus answered them, and, and this is Matthew 24, 4 and 5. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. Some, some warnings in the Bible. Colossians 2.8 says, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Another warning all, all the way back in Deuteronomy. says, Take heed of yourself, that you, not, that you be not snared by following them, after that they be destroyed from before you, and that you inquire, not after their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? Even so will I do likewise. So I'm warning not to do that, obviously, all, all in verse 30. It continues, You shall not do so to the Lord your God, for every abomination to the Lord, which he hates, have they done to their gods. For even their sons and their daughters, they have burnt in the fire to their gods. That's, the, that's Moloch. And even Solomon did that at the end of his life. It's really sad to see God's heart was grieved at the kings. Um, oh boy, I'm just going, going through all that in my chronological Bible study now. It's just amazing. What thing, or I command you, observe to do it. You shall not add thereto, nor diminish from it. So clearly, God doesn't want us to be doing these type of things. A very big um, warning. Vine's complete expository dictionary of Old and New Testament world states that Easter was introduced into the apostate Western religions as part of the attempt to adopt pagan festivals to Christianity. Also, the author James Fraser wrote, when we reflect how often the mainstream church has skillfully contrived to plant the seeds of the new faith in the old stock of paganism, we may surmise that the Easter celebration of the dead and risen Christ was grafted upon a similar celebration of the dead and risen Adonais of Greek mythology. This is why it's just really important. I mean, obviously, I know there's a huge tradition out there with uh, Easter egg hunts and all that other stuff. And a lot of churches have Easter egg hunts on Sunday to try to uh, to to keep that tradition alive. Alive, and I know and a lot of churches do that. I'm just kind of shocked about that, but that's what happens. And and they totally ignore the Passover, which is at really near the same time, right? I think Easter Sunday is was it eighth or ninth, I think, and 
the Passover week starts, I think, the 5th of April and goes for a full week. The Feast of First Freaks and that whole week of about not having unleavened bread. Those are the type of things I believe God wants us to be celebrating during this time. I think it's obviously okay to celebrate, obviously, Palm Sunday next Sunday and the following Sunday of Easter to be able to celebrate His, celebrate his resurrection. But why do we need Easter, Easter eggs and bunnies for that? When, it's a, when it tracks back so clearly to these pagan cultures, right? So it says, Jesus' disciples, early New Testament church, never observed Easter or rituals. Rather, they unfairly kept the Passover and the Holy Days of the Bible. They unfailingly, I'm sorry, kept the Passover and the Holy Days of the Bible. Although the word Easter appears in Acts 12, 14 in the King James Version of the Bible, it is a mistranslation. So you can see that right here in the King James. It says, and and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. And uh, again, that uh, is a mistranslation. Again, that's that's one reason why I use the ESV guys, because it's, it uses more modern um, and older and more reliable texts to understand some, some of these things are taken out of our uh, the original Greek word of this scripture is Pasha, meaning Passover, which most modern Bible versions translate correctly. Um, and a whole other discussion, I know. But those of you who are, who just don't just don't be a bigot on what you, if you love the King James Version, that's awesome. But don't judge people for using more modern versions that actually are more accurate, please. Um, it's a big passion of mine. That's why my free gift, blessedteach.com slash free gift addresses translations. It's very healthy to use multiple translations is what's very healthy to do. Um, Passover, a solemn and sacred annual occasion of ancient Israel, commemorated how God miraculously redeemed and freed the people from slavery in Egypt. On the first Passover evening in Egypt, a lamb was slain, roasted and eaten on each Israelite household. Its blood was placed in a lintel in the doorposts of the dwellings as a sign of God's protection from the plague of the death of the firstborn sent in Egypt on upon uh, judgment upon Egypt. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord, and the blood shall be to you for a token on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, this is that the blood of the lamb, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be on your, you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Um, the lambs killed on the evening symbolize Jesus Christ as a future sacrifice lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Right out of John 1.29. The next day, John sees Jesus coming to him and said, Behold, the lamb of God! which takes away the sin of the world. We talk about this and attach it to many of our songs in praise and prayer, right? When we see that. Christ accomplished this by voluntarily offering himself as a sacrifice with his bloodshed so repentant individuals could be spared from eternal spiritual death. Matthew 26, 28 talks about this. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. That's why he died for you. Romans 5.20 says it this way, Moreover, the law entered and the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. He died for us because he wanted us to give us that mercy and grace. 
On the first New Testament Passover, he used the symbols of unleavened bread and wine to represent his sinless body and his blood, which were sacrificed to cleanse those who repent of their sins and reconcile to the God. And Luke 22, 19 talks a little bit about this. And he took the bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Often this, obviously this is uh, familiar verses from communions. Second Ephesians 1, 7 says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. As Apostle Paul explained in 1 Corinthians 5, 7, Jesus himself was represented by the Old Testament lamb sacrifice. For indeed, Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Right out of 1 Corinthians 5, 7. Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. This is why why during that week, I'm going to eat matzah and nothing unleavened, right? Pretty easy for me because I'm on the I'm on the keto diet, <laughs> right? But if I'm going to have anything, I'm going to have matzah bread uh, or, or unleavened bread during that week in honor of this. Everything that we're learning right now. Um, let's see. Here we are. Jesus kept the Passover throughout his lifetime. We see this in Luke. 2, 41 through 43. Now the parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. So we know that where he was saying, I'm at my father's house, right? Um, Jesus is a 12 year old. He's, he's uh, celebrating the Passover. John 2, 13 says, and the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. So um, I think I think we there was one there was one Passover he actually was up in Galilee, but two of the three that we know of when he was in his ministry, he was in Jerusalem. Here's Matthew 26, 17 through 19. Now the first day of the feast of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying to him, Where will you that we prepare you to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city, such a man, and say to him, The master said, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. So clearly, Jesus celebrated the Passover. It's just kind of undeniable. And some 25 years after his death and resurrection, the apostles and other members of his church were still faithfully keeping the Passover. So here's Acts 26 we see too. And and we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came to them to Troas in five days where we stayed seven days. And then so, and here in 1 Corinthians 5, 6, and 8, we see it again. Your your glorying is not good. Know you not that a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Purge out therefore the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Talking about that week where we don't eat any unleavened bread. Starts on April 5th and goes for seven days. Okay, Uh, from sunset to sunset. Thank you guys, Uh, we'll enjoy doing that. Uh, I invite you to celebrate Passover with us this year. 
starting April 5th, next uh, Wednesday night at sunset. Then Thursday the 6th, we'll do Seder dinner together on backstage here. So again, get your free pass uh, and go to blessedteach.com slash backstage or just go to blessedteach.com and hit the backstage tab. Again, the link's down below in the video as well. We'd love to have you all join us for Seder dinner. Where we'll just have our cameras on and we'll be um, eating out. And I'll also put out tomorrow um, just how, how you can easily buy the six things that go on your plate. Pretty simple. Uh, one's a boiled egg as an example. There's some other horseradish. There's other things that you'll need. So I'll put out a shopping list for you tomorrow that you can be all ready for Thursday night next week. Okay? So I'm going to do that before I go on vacation Friday morning. Okay. Uh, reject Easter and observe God's Passover and holy days. And holy days. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, God told the people of ancient Israel to observe the seven-day feast of unleavened bread in conjunction with the Passover as a reminder that he freed them from Egyptian bondage. And now right out of Leviticus, it says, in the 14th day of the month, at even the Lord's Passover, and then the 15th day of the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread to the Lord. Seven days you must eat unleavened bread. So it's right there, very clearly, right? And this again, this starts April 5th for seven days, right? In the first day, you shall have a holy convocation and you shall do no servile work therein. It's a basically a special Sabbath that would, I believe, be from Wednesday to Thursday this year, right? But you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord seven days. In the seventh day is a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein. So basically, you have a Sabbath on Wednesday to Thursday, and then obviously on Saturday as normal, and then on, uh, again, another one on the Wednesday to Thursday. Uh, so that's the way this week. So you basically are, you have three major feasts all in these seven days. So of the uh, of the seven major feasts they talk about, three of them all happen in this week. So this is an important time, a very very important time. Unleavened bread is a symbolic is symbolic of Jesus's sinless life, which true Christians must strive to imitate. As the bread of life, Jesus is at the very center of this festival just as he is in all of God's annual holy days. Here's John 6.35 says, And Jesus said to them, I'm the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger, and he that believes on me shall never thirst. What a great promise from the Lord God Almighty, huh? Wow. And here's Colossians 2.17 says, Which are shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. All right, so when we do the communion, uh, we're celebrating this as well, but it's, this, is, this is like the yearly holiday for this. He personally observes this feast, as did the apostles and all the early church. And we talked about this a little bit, but Acts 2.26 says, And we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came to them in Troas in five days where we stayed seven days. So you can see they're talking about the days of unleavened bread here. They also do 1 Corinthians 5. Your glory is not good. We read that earlier. Uh, but uh, talking about keeping the feast and not having the leaven, right? So this is, so finally the truth is that Easter is a deceptive substitute for the Passover and needs to be utterly rejected. Um, instead, the Passover and God's yearly seven-day feast of unleavened bread must be observed faithfully by all true Christians at this time of year. That's, that's I'll admit that's, that's probably too strongly worded for me, 
because um, I know you're, when you're in a culture and stuff, you, you have to, it, it, but you, 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 for instance, could be witness to somebody on the Easter egg hunt, right? <laughs> but uh, I would say don't skip the Passover at a minimum, right? And, uh, and make sure that when you are celebrating any part of Easter, you're, it's the resurrection of Christ that you're teaching your kids, not how fun it is to find the Easter bunny, right? And that, that would be my take on that. But here's Luke 22, 19 says, and he took the bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. That's really what this is about. And, Le- and Leviticus 23, six through eight, which we already already read about having this unleavened bread for the seven days and exactly what the time is. This is part of what it, what it means to walk with God in faith and obedience, to turn from our old ways, habits, and customs, and to begin living in accordance with his commandments. To learn more, download the request for your free study guide. So there's a whole study guide there as well. But a great article. I thought that was very well done. I just wanted to make sure we got through letting you guys know that uh, Passover is a very important thing to God. And in fact, I got I actually got the backstage um, word, uh, prophetic words are being received by the little one from Lois, and she and she got a direct word that she wanted me to teach on that God wanted me to teach on it last year, and uh, and I knew very little about it, I'll be honest, and really had to dig in and to teach the festivals, uh, the seven festivals, and um, I've, I've been doing that uh, with you guys a little bit here and there, and we'll be continuing to do that tomorrow night where I'll get into more detail on the meaning of Passover and what all three holidays are and when Pentecost comes and these 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 and what what all seven of these are, which ones are pilgrimage feasts, which ones aren't, and really dig in to how important this holiday is to to the Lord. Right? So uh, tune in tomorrow and we'll get into a little more detail on exactly how we're gonna celebrate and how I suggest you celebrate and I'll give you the menu and uh, how uh, dates and, and, and uh, shopping list, all that type of stuff. I think you guys will really enjoy that. Um, but hey, I'm thrilled, thrilled that you came here to the show today. Um, we are, um, again, it's going to be a little a little different the next week, but I the phenomenal interviews that we'll be playing. And we're going to try to do something after each. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get volunteers from backstage to basically fire up uh, backstage Monday through at least Thursday of next week, um, and uh, maybe even Friday. And um, I, again, I probably won't be there for most of it with being, being on vacation with the family, but I'll let you know that um, I love you guys, and I can't wait uh, to be back in the saddle in, in a week, and, and most importantly, can't wait to have Seder dinner with you on next Thursday, a week from tomorrow. And we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Hey, but with that, we are gonna move to backstage, so that if you have a backstage pass, get back there, because right now, we're gonna do a little bit of Q and A on the on the ministry. Any questions you have? Any questions you have about the neighborhood? Um, anything like? And, and talk a little bit about how important our groups are. And then uh, we're gonna move into a Bible study by with Gus. Real excited about that. So with that, we're gonna wrap up the show now. Make sure you put on your armor of God. Make sure you stay in faith, not fear. Faith, not sight. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. And uh, join us backstage if you can. God bless. Bye bye. We'll